terrorize the world. Hello everyone, I'm Brian, and I'm Nick, and you're listening to the podcast from the Black Lagoon. So we have another topic video today, we're going over some of the worst fun movies that we have uh, watched, so I hope you enjoy it, and well, let's just get right into it. There's a movie called The Fourth Kind that I probably watch annually. It's one of those like pseudo-documentary films where... I guess they they take like Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity a step further, because in those movies what they did is they gave you what what's apparently you know found footage, and then you just assume that everything you watched is real, which you know takes a pretty big suspension of belief, but that that's the idea and it makes it scarier. What this film did is they they created a found footage film, and then made a dramatization of that fake found footage and put it both in one movie. So as you're watching it, you can see the dramatized version with an actress who already told the camera that she's an actress pretending to be someone who's real. And then you watch the found footage part, and it's this big elaborate thing to really make you convinced that you're watching um, real footage and that the dramatization is already out there. And it's, it's a cool idea. And everything about the movie works relatively well. Um, it just isn't good. There's just so much about it that doesn't hold up to even light scrutiny. Like, I'll, I'll rewatch it, and every time I pick up on new dumb things in the movie that I can't stand. But it's still so fascinating, because just there's something about the plot. Everybody bashes it all the time, and I do too. But there's some something about it, just like the alien vibe that they have to it, and the, the cool mechanic of having the archival footage. If you're willing to suspend belief, it's it's a fun movie to watch. Um I guess you you have to be interested in the topic, though. I don't know. That, that's the first one that came to mind. Do you have any that like really stick out to you? Um, one in particular, uh, the first one on my list, um, would have to be "You're Next." It's a uh, it's a home invasion film. Um, sort of like you know, campy slasher flick. When I first got my hands on the film, uh, I had just gotten a bunch of wisdom teeth removed, and I was hopped up on drugs, and I was fucking <laughs> loopy, um, and I went to Walmart to pick up my medication and everything, and, uh, you know, I was I was just wandering through the, uh, you know, movie section, the horror movie section, and I saw this very captivating, you know, man in a wolf mask. I thought to myself, "Ah, oh, you're next. That seems interesting." I don't I don't know why. It was probably the drugs that was like, <laughs> "You should get this movie. It's cheap. It's, you know, I got the movie." Not only did I watch this movie, I watched it twice in one in in one night back back to back because I, it's probably the drugs that were talking to me, um, but I I enjoyed the film, even though I could see the twist at the end from a mile away. Um, 
there was definitely a specific scene that made me cringe and it makes me it still makes me cringe to this you know to this day and not a lot of films can make me do that not a lot of films can make me go oh i have to like look away for a second because that just looks too like just horrible um i don't know i I feel like the whole the whole home invasion thing is a cliche in itself definitely the twist the twist was the biggest cliche out of them all and i don't know i'm not gonna spoil it for anybody because i think honestly i think that everybody should give your next try um uh and there's more than one killer i like that you know it's not just and the killers aren't supernatural either they're not you know your typical jason Voorhees or your freddy krueger or anything like that i love those characters don't get me wrong but the most horrifying the most horrifying thing in my in my point of view is real life human the human mind because humans can do anything they put their mind to whether it be murder or not um you know so that's the most terrifying thing to me Uh, that's why i like this movie so much yeah i agree with that too i think when the movies are a bit more grounded that's when they tend to be a lot scarier because it's just more i don't know kind of the grittiness and realism of it making it a bit more interesting versus them being like that little group of psychopaths or whoever they were versus some like entity you know one's a lot more interesting than the other um trying to segue that and i can't but in the the first one i was talking about was fourth kind and i i I like the idea of that fictitious documentary style it's so cool because it has its own lore and it, and you can kind of pretend it's real for a little bit and it adds a whole other factor of of, of scariness to it because it does seem like um, it's actually out there like the Blair Witch uh, project that that whole film did that exceedingly well because it seemed like what they did is they took this kind of folkloric story and then made a movie about it and then told everyone this is real footage we picked it up somewhere and we're publishing it now and even if most people didn't believe it 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 did have that element of if you do suspend your belief it's really cool to think that that stuff is actually out there um that's why paranormal activity is the next movie on the list here that i have which disregarding the the sequels which really really um ultimately they they really tarnished the name uh the first film was actually really innovative and d- despite it being not not perfect in in, in many ways um i feel like you'll you'll have time to bash it so i don't even have to talk about the negatives but um it they nailed something that no other horror movie had had done quite as well which is found footage like suburban horror like we're literally watching a young couple move into a house and they have like security cameras they've set up all over that well cameras they set up around the house after they start seeing uh, activity going on and it's this really interesting progression of activity there's such a realism and and eeriness to it like it feels like you're watching old 480p youtube videos of unexplained events the whole time and i, I just remember the first time i saw it i was petrified especially the like the 10 minute ending where the camera's just staring at a uh, down the dark hall that faces the staircase and you hear footsteps coming up them and 
they keep finding all these little hints of, of uh, demons and Ouija boards. And it's just really, it was, I thought it was so well done and so interesting um, and, and innovative. And um, rewatching it, it doesn't hold up as well. And there are a lot of, when it doesn't have the shock value it used to have, you really see through it. Like there are a lot of scenes that, in my opinion, are just very dumb and, and, and trite. Like it, there are a lot of jump scares in there that aren't very uh, well done. But ultimately, it's one of those films that I, I am endlessly fascinated by because it's the closest, closest I've really ever been to just watching like if, if any of the stuff in horror movies actually happened, it would look so much like that you know, with very realistic characters making a salad in the kitchen. And the next thing they know, every cabinet opens all at once and they run to the couch and, you know, wait for their uh, husband to come home. It's a really cool domestic setup. I think the most horrifying part in that scene was just the salad itself. No <laughs> dressing. What's I don't know. I personally, myself, I can't. I'm not really a big fan of the paranormal films not just paranormal activity just paranormal films in general i just find it to be boring and not scary riddled with jump scares there's no substance to it in my in my opinion there's no substance it's boring it's slow and not i'm not saying that you know i can't enjoy a slow film i can enjoy like but when it's just slow 24/7 there's nothing happening except for, you know, cabinets opening, which, <laughs> you know, I... It's a, it's a psychological element of it, though. It's not just cabinets opening. It, it's this idea of, like, imagine tuning into your home home security system and seeing that happen. Like, it's that... They like talk about, like, bringing that stuff literally to your doorstep. Yeah, That's I could, I could, such a I cool could, way of doing it. You know, I could understand that. I would shit myself if I saw, like... <laughs> cabinets opening doors opening and stuff but you're saying like put to film it's a really unremarkable thing like it's not that's not what gets you it's really not you know and I, I guess a lot of people could say the same to you know the Friday the 13th series you know oh it's just a big burly dumb dude in a hockey mask going around slaughtering teenagers those films are fun to me doesn't have a lot of substance and uh, story-wise but you know it's it's just fun but um my next film on the list which it's not friday the 13th because i think friday the 13th is amazing <laughs> um it would have to be i'm gonna go with uh doom oh okay uh yeah, it's based off of the video game, um, for those of you who don't know. Uh, this movie uh, definitely brings me back to my childhood, because I remember um, I used to be a huge fan of Doom. Like, Doom 3 was definitely, like, one of the first horror games that I probably played. But they released a movie, and I thought to myself, oh, a Doom movie. I, like, brought my friends over, we all watched the movie... And it was just god awful. Like the acting, like the <laughs> acting was bad. Like the dialogue, the dialogue itself was just horrible. It was like your typical sci-fi movie, which 
it's probably why I like this movie so much because I grew up with sci-fi. I grew up with the sci-fi channel and I watched all the horrible sci-fi movies that, that, you know, I, I put myself through that because I, I couldn't own horror movies when I was a kid, but I, I enjoy those films regardless of how I like, I knew they were crappy, but I, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun, <laughs> you know? Um, I, ha- I do have gripes about it because it gets a lot of the continuity from the games like completely wrong like instead of it being a demon force it's an infection it does takes place it takes place on a, f- a science laboratory facility on Mars they were trying to like experiment with uh the like this chromosomal thing science basically (laughs) uh when injected with the virus it adds a bunch of fucking chromosomes to you it makes you super strong but the thing is is it could turn you into a monster which uh it does it so if people get bit um you know they become mindless zombies it was it was just uh it was horrible you know it's it's your typical throw this military team into this uh unknown science laboratory where there's monsters it's basically aliens if you think about it probably my favorite part out of this entire movie regardless of how horrible it is um because it's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine towards the end of the movie there's a first person mode i just i love that scene i love the way it was you know it's like hearkening back to the video games and stuff. So that's that's as close as you as as you can get with this film to the game as possible. Because <laughs> other than that, it's just god awful. I don't like the way that they just changed. You know, oh, it's not a demon invasion. It's it's an infection. I actually I watched that years ago on TV, like the TV edited version which I assume must have been even worse because I, I remember nothing about it except for the first person sequence that they did. I own the unrated version and it's just, it's just as horrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it for doom. Next one I have here is, um, I'm There's a clear pattern here. This is fire in the sky. It's a, uh, alien film about the Travis Walton abduction, which is maybe I, I wouldn't call it a bad movie. I also wouldn't really call it a horror movie. It, it's in this weird limbo between a lot of things, and it's apparently chronicling the real story, but it definitely doesn't. If you've if you're familiar with Fire in the Sky or Travis Walton or any of his interviews or anything like that, it, it's really there are a lot of liberties that don't make that much sense with with what the the actual case was. Um, taken alone, it's an okay film, but. I just, it isn't very, it isn't very good. It did, however, give us one of the coolest sequences, uh, abduction sequences. Uh, that stuff, that was terrifying when they, uh, when we actually got to see the flashback of him inside of the craft. Um, and it's a really cool story, if you read into it, about these foresters are clearing out underbrush somewhere, and they have this encounter with, with an alien, so it goes. People say it's one of the best alien movies, but the standard is so low for that like there's contact like that's a good one you know but there's you know third kind but there are so few actually good 
alien films out there that it's pretty easy for anything to top the list i could you know i could see why that would be classified as a horror movie though because you know being abducted by aliens that's like yeah one of my worst fears ever the next um film on my uh on my list i was on netflix and i recently stumbled across a film that i watched a while ago and uh I guess it goes by two different uh, titles because on Netflix it's called The Windmill. On YouTube it's called The Windmill Massacre, which is very weird. Both both the same film. This is another one of those, you know, probably straight-to-DVD films, something on sci-fi that you'd probably stumble upon. Um, all these characters were just disposable no redeeming qualities but i guess that could kind of be the point of the film uh because each and every character has committed a sin and this windmill is basically a portal to hell a gate to hell and the monster or whatever the supernatural being who can make people hallucinate, see, you know, weird things or whatever, or I guess make them relive uh, their sin, ends up killing off these characters and everything. So I liked that sort of concept of the film. I didn't necessarily like the special effects or the if, if it's CGI or anything like that, I guess. It just looked horrible, didn't look well done. I didn't like the look of the monster. He looked cliche. Um, nothing very special about him. Nothing special about it in any way. It was just a fun little horror movie uh, to watch on Netflix. I have one more. Um, there's, there's a film called, uh, did you ever watch Grave Encounters? Grave Encounters. Why does that sound familiar? It's a pretty fun movie. It's uh, basically it's this team of um, uh, TV paranormal investigators, and they they are like all TV paranormal investigators scamming the general public and lying to them and making a lot of money off of their gullibility. But they know that they're doing it, and they purposely fabricate. Um, paranormal events to put them onto their movies or show or whatever and then make money off of it so they go into what's supposed to be the most haunted like um i think it was like an asylum or something uh and they decide they're going to spend you know the night there and they go in there you know doing what they thought they would do which is see if anything happened and if nothing did they would fake it um and it was really cool. There were some scenes that were really, really pretty frightening for the time. Uh, the plot, now it's kind of a cliche. Like uh, I've actually seen two or three other movies that try to do the same exact thing. Paranormal investigators who fake investigations actually see a real thing. Or um, skeptics of, uh, of ghost stories actually see a real ghost story. Like That's a very popular thing to twist. Um, but at the time, it was a pretty... To me, to me at least, a pretty interesting movie. All of the creatures that would come out and attack them or jump up on the screen were, at least in my memory, I think it's been a while since I've watched it, but I remember it being really tense and, and creepy. So it's also really bad. Like, <laughs> all of it 
is horror like the diet i think uh i saw somewhere online i don't know if this is true that um all the actors improvise their lines to try and give it a more natural feeling even if they didn't the dialogue is really bad and stilted and the acting isn't very good and the pacing is really weird and um there are plenty of points where you could point at the film and say, that doesn't need to be that way. We could have done things better. Given all of that, it's pretty creepy and, and interesting. And that's probably, I, I wouldn't say it's quite as bad as the fourth kind. Like it, It's a bit more competent and interesting than, than that. But just them walking around this you know pitch black asylum and things popping out and picking them off one by one. It's really good. Um, and the next film I'm going to go with is, uh, Idle Hands. Now, oh. <laughs> Idle Hands isn't necessarily, like, it's a horror movie, and it's not necessarily a bad movie. It makes fun of horror movies, and the tropes, and everything like that. So, I liked the, I liked the special effects in this movie. I liked the Devil Hand I like the gore. Um, Seth Green in this movie is hilarious. Uh, But yeah, basically in this movie, um, there's a stoner who, you know, doesn't do anything with his life, lives at home with his parents, just doesn't do anything, watches TV, listens to music, smokes pot, and eventually it gets to a point where the devil takes over his hand. And his hand starts killing people. The, the main character is just so blatantly oblivious to everything. And I think that's what's like really funny. And there's like a there's an arc to to the main character and everything. I just Is this movie scary? No. It's not. It's 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 hilarious. I love this movie so much. It's just so freaking funny. Um so yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you the last extra movie on my list, or movies, the Resident Evil movies. Oh, okay. Now, I don't, you can't really necessarily consider most of these films to be horror. They're more action, like, the more that they go on, the more action-oriented they become. The first movie was the best out of all of them compared, because... Uh, it, it kept it in one area throughout the whole film and it was scary in some parts and I definitely liked the special effects and there was some horrible CGI but it was, it was just a good film and as the movies progressed it started to become more and more just ridiculous um, the main character, I feel like a lot of Resident Evil fans have a problem with the main character, Alice, because she's not canon in the games whatsoever. Uh, she's overpowered with, like, psychokinetic abilities, and, uh, you know, it's just, just a ridiculous, fun character. But I like the sequel to the first movie because I enjoyed Nemesis because um, they brought Nemesis in the second film, and I thought, oh, that's just, that's that's kick-ass. He, he looks kind of weird, bulky, and just kind of clunky, but I just, I, I liked it. 
it's it's fun cheesy it's you know it's not scary necessarily but it's it's definitely a hell of a good time Alright, well that does it for this episode. I hope all of you enjoyed. Um, If you really love what we're doing, you can follow us on any major podcast provider or support us on Patreon under Podcasts from the Black Lagoon. See you next time.